Hello, friends, and welcome to Defining Marriage. As you know, every week we talk about what's happening with marriage equality and stuff. James, my partner, how are you? I'm the little girl who has a little curl right in the middle of her forehead. Shirley Temple? And when I am good, I am very, very good. But when I am bad, I am horrid. That doesn't rhyme. Oh, it, I guess forehead and horrid does uh, Maybe if you were British. Mm, if only. If you, only. What would our lives be like if we were British? You claim that when you were in high school, yeah. people accused you of having a British accent, but I don't hear it. I just hear gay accent. What? That's the same thing. It, okay, you almost went C-3PO there. Actually, you went fairly C-3PO, but it wasn't, it wasn't British. It was just stuffy. Boop, boop, boop. That's the wrong robot. Oh, oh the wrong robot, the yes. Matthew Baum story. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> so, yes, people did used to say to me in high school that I sounded... They would ask me if I was British, unbidden, and independent of each other. I don't know why. I guess because I was fancy? Like, was it because you were saying, Oh, I'm made to suffer. It's my lot in life. I was also a teenage soccer hooligan. Yeah, that would have been... Oh, <laughs> I would have been imagine? all over that. Oh, oh my. Now, I'm peeking. Oh. Peekaboo. Or, 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 let's check all peek-a-boo the settings street. on the thing. Uh, I think you're fine. I, all right. I had a little just, uh, a little peekaboo. All right. Peek-a-boo. Well, if it's momentary, then that's fine. I'm used to you making weird, abrupt noises, so I can adjust those as I need. We made weird, abrupt noises last night. We did. We did. The spooked the neighbors. What? <laughs> we went to. We had a thing. We had a show. We performed at a venue. We went out and we're on a stage with a light shining on us. All right. Why don't you explain what it is? Why don't I? So we had a screening of our documentary project, playing with pride at the Timber Room here in Seattle. Uh, the queer geeks and the gay gamers all came out to watch us do our little presentation, and we showed some clips of. Uh, queer gamers talking about their their lives and sharing stories and we talked about them and presented them and showed them and then we asked people for feedback and if you missed it that's okay because we're going to be doing it again on the internet we certainly are now to be clear when, when when you say screening of a documentary it was not truly a screening of a documentary this was an early access sneak peek a sort of pre-alpha glimpse at oh, glimpse. the future yes yeah we're, we called it sort of a pre-documentary uh, because we are trying to figure out what's working and what's not and what direction we should take it in and what people like so uh we would like to hear your thoughts on this uh on this endeavor listeners uh you can sign up at playingwithpride.com to find out when we're going to be doing our live stream on the internet and you can watch us do this presentation as though you are right here in the room with us what a stench (laughs) it's all your fault but but matthew the little curl right in the middle of my forehead we we had the storm of the century yesterday and the rain and the humidity it's got all my hairs curling it does must be nice (laughs) yeah you have very fetching hair right now you were wearing a hat last night and it's produced this amazing, like, World War One fighter ace-type curl to your hair. Like, if the, the hair that you have right now, uh-huh. it looks like... And he's not talking about the hair on my head. It's the... It's it's hair that was like the backup model for Dorian in Dragon Age. That's what your hair is doing right now. The if, backup model. The backup what is, model. Is that like someone who dances behind him? Yeah, what are you talking no, about? No, no, no. Like they tried a couple different models for his hair, and then they settled on the one that they liked, and it's not oh. exactly what you have right now, but it's close. Oh, I see. I was. It's kind of a Pepsi logo. Oh, sure, sure. I I don't know. That I'm the taste really of a new generation. Sure, Generation Next. Do you remember when that was their thing? I do. And, and, I do. Yes. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So but your hair looks very nice. If this was a beard and mustache competition, you would be a prize pig. 
I'm you know, some pig. You put a, you I'm put a mustache on a pig. I put a lipstick on my butt. Yeah, so now I will I will die giving birth to thousands of creepy babies. I I just died in your arms tonight. It must have been something I ate. The density of cultural references here is so great that we are the only ones who can understand what we're talking about right now. I feel like it's been like that for a while, but people keep listening. They do. They do. And I'm delighted that you are listeners. I'm so happy that that you're tuning in to hear us talk about what's happening with marriage this week. James, we should probably get Australia out of the way early. Well, the queen tried that, and look where it got her. (laughs) She uh, was eaten by a dingo. (laughs) Oh. Uh, yeah, so we've got Australia news, and well, it seems like every week we've got Australia news, and mm-hmm. it's always the same depressing, oh, will they, won't they, on the plebiscite. The oh, pl- it's like, uh... Yeah, okay, what's your cultural reference? Because mine was going to be about 30 years old. Let's see how yours is. It's like the moonlighting strangers that just met on the way. <laughs> okay, that's good, that's good. I was going to compare them to Sam and Diane, but so we're we're in the same ballpark, roughly. Sure, it's when Bruce Willis had a had a full head of hair and said, here she comes just to walking down the street. With Christine Ebersole? No. No. With... But now, yes. Willa Cather? No. No, it's Willa Cather. Yes. Oh, James. It's Will Will They Won't They with Willa Cather. <laughs> Willa Won't They. Yeah, Willa oh, Won't They. Okay. That oh is... my god, that's a good drag name. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. It's, okay, so Willa Won't They is yeah. the new name no, no, of no, Moonlighting. No, no, no. It's the woman, it's the voice of Marge Simpson's therapist. <laughs> and, I mean, that is the least famous thing she's ever done. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, no, no. It's the woman from Body Heat. It's the lady Body from- language. <laughs> the man with two brains. She's, it's not her. It's not? It's not her. No. Oh, oh, God. Because I was... Kennedy? Kathy Kennedy? Nope. That's somebody else. That's the head of Lucasfilm. Uh, no, it's a Julie Cooley? Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time I'm going to let you do it. I've stopped you the last few uh, times because we were chastised, but now I don't I, I don't want to talk about Australia, so I'm just going to let this <laughs> play out. I'll allow it. What's I want to see name? where this is going. I want to say it's a Christine or a Catherine, Catherine, Kathy, Crabby, Crabby, Crabby. Yep, it's Krabby, Krabby, Krabby. Krabby, 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 that's how she's known. She does seem Bru- Krabby. See, Bruce Willis and Krabby, 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 <laughs> and Willow, won't they? <laughs> no, isn't she a Kennedy? Maybe she's not a Kennedy. It's uh, Jackie what Bouvier. A, what about a Hepburn? She's not a Hepburn. She's definitely not well, a Hepburn. now we're going to, like, Hollywood royalty. What do you... Mm, is you know, Jackie Kennedy is uh, ha- Hollywood no, royalty. No, she was on... Car- no, she was not on Caroline in the City. <laughs> Just like Catherine Hepburn? <laughs> Yeah, she was not. Uh, what is her name? Oh, I always forget oh, this. Oh, Caroline's one. in bloom again. Richard was the name of the man on that show. Can you believe I remember the name of the characters on Caroline in the City, but I don't remember the name of Marge Simpson's therapist? I don't think I... <laughs> Even Marge didn't remember her name. <laughs> I don't think Zilberfarb. I... Zilberfarb. My name is Zweig. Zilberfarb. I don't think I've ever seen a Caroline in the city. Really? Yeah. But anyway. We live in a city. Surely you've seen a Caroline walking somewhere around. I don't know. Sweet Caroline. I think I might need a hint for this one because I just, there's nothing in the space where her name should go. She's got a husky voice. No, I know who you're picturing, Matthew. It's not her. She didn't do, she didn't do Willow Won't They. (laughs) <laughs> she yeah but she's the one that i'm thinking of i know she's who you're thinking of but it's not her okay so moonlighting was bruce willis bruce willis and, and caroline in the city and, and yep that's the new that's the reboot of moonlighting we're gonna have bruce willis today and caroline in the city from when she was in the city yep oh shoot i i well i have no idea but it was somebody wasn't it was it kim Cattrall? no no from big trouble in little china maybe 
That could be. Yeah, yeah, of course she's in that. She's the she's the plucky lady reporter in, in Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, she sure is. You're right about yeah. that. Yeah. And she's in Manaequin, and uh, she's in um, some Mystery Science Theater movie set in a post-apocalyptic future with James Earl Jones. Mm. It's a movie that makes you say, what are they doing here? Possibly. I think it's I'm confusing like, that with the one that has Kathy Ireland, who is not in Moonlighting, lest you think. Okay, okay. Who's the guy in... What's the science fiction movie that has the dad from... Uh-oh. Stop. Don't, don't make my brain hurt. It's got the dad from The Sound of Music. Christopher uh, Plummer. Oh, yes. Uh, Christopher Plummer uh-huh. in Journey Beyond the Stars or something? Nope. No, it's a French sci-fi movie yeah. uh, with a mime. Anyway, this is neither here this nor there. It is he- like some experimental music that never resolves. Yes. This is just listening to all these all, all these <laughs> melodies that get almost to a final note and yeah. then don't then start a new melody. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ira Glass tries to remember the name of a song. Nope. Yep. Phil Glass, no, no, I want you to cuz it's a podcast, yes. so I want you to stick with that. Ira Glass remembers the name of a song. Yep. Ira, Ira Glass remembers the name of a song. Uh, anyway, so the she point also is... also the title of this episode. The woman on Moonlighting uh-huh. is, uh, Carolyn Porco. <laughs> no, because she... See Willis and Porco as you've never seen them before. Willow, won't they? The moon, the moon got in my eyes. It the, sure did. The moon distracted me. Yes. I was thinking Now don't confuse it with Moonstruck. Oh, no. Because the moon is in space. Wait, I might be thinking of La Femme Nikita. <laughs> Why? Or Silk Stockings, or one of those... <laughs> One of those TNT USA shows. Sure. I'm thinking about USA Up All Night with Ron Shear. Oh, well, I was just looking at Elvira uh-huh. because I'm collecting uh, Halloween clips for a Rocky Horror Picture Show screening. Oh, I thought you were just for your own amusement. Well, that too. But we're going to be showing Rocky Horror at Vernon Wells, which is the Geek Social Club in Kirkland. And I'm going to do a little pre-show with some Halloween stuff. We've got Paul Lynn's Halloween special mm-hmm. with Billy Hayes and Betty White and Margaret Hamilton. Look at all the people I can remember. <laughs> I can remember who played Witchy Poo, and I can't remember the name of, of oh shoot, what is her name? The evil wife from from the Man with Two Brains. But it's not her. And she's it's in the thing. she's in Serial Mom. I know it's not her though. Simmering cesspool. <laughs> Simmering cesspool. No, uh, Sally. It's cesspool B. Demille. Oh, that's pretty good. I like that. No, no, it's not. Nobody is actually named cesspool. Cesspool B. Demille. <laughs> So, uh, what's her name? Serial Mom, starring Hannah Wong Wong. No! <laughs> nope, that's not her. Sybil, uh, Sybil Shepherd. Nope. Yes? Well, you got one, you got one of the many melodies resolved. Okay. Is Sybil Shepherd on Caroline in the City? Yep. Okay. That was her star vehicle. Okay. okay. That's where she comes from. You see, I was thinking about the same thing. No, you weren't. I, I, well, I was thinking about a different thing, but it was the same as the thing okay. I was thinking of. So, no, first of all, let's, let's, let's not keep you in suspense any longer. Uh, Willa Won't They yeah. was Sybil Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd. Yep, you know, you don't get any credit for it this time. But I, but I got all the credit, because I remembered it. You did. You did, in a way. Now, The Man with Two Brains does not have... Cyril Shepherd. <laughs> doesn't have cyril sneer from the raccoons what who's that with bert raccoon band? and cyril sneer was that a cartoon was it ever now i'm thinking of oh what was the name of that show jungle buddies no what what was the name of the show oh, where I, it was I, the animals that had the slogans on their shirts oh sure and they look kind of like the precious memories characters mm-hmm. but <laughs> precious memories it's for your dead children 
Yeah. No. Isn't that what precious precious moments? Yeah. Precious moments. Precious memories. Well, I mean, it is about dead children. It, is it? Yeah. No. Precious, precious I thought moments. it was just about commemorating precious moments. No, no, no. It's based on the guy who who did it. His his kid died, and so that's how he drew his kid as an angel. He just started drawing angels everywhere, and then became famous. But a lot of them are are are, are mortal, as far as I can tell. They're catching frogs and and humping logs. They're doing got, it all. They've got an angelic innocence because they've gone to the great beyond, where they will forever be children. What across the rainbow bridge? That's uh, what, like a rat. Yes, the rats across the rainbow bridge. Sure, they do because they're gay. <laughs> oh, no, 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 what are we talking about? Um, <laughs> Cyril, Cyril Sneer and the raccoon. Cyril Mom with Hannah Walt Blam Blam. No, is it is it an H? There's an H. There's an H in my brain. Uh, there is an H in her name, but it's not prominent. Okay, Teresa Black. No, that's that could be a that could name. be a name. That could be a name. T- th- Stample. Nope. Nope. Stample. Stample uh, is moving had, away from names. I had a real woman's name for a minute, mm-hmm. but then it went to Stample. Uh, Incidentally, the show you were talking about is called Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd. No, it's not. It's Carolyn City. <laughs> no, the one with the shirts. It, no, the animals in the shirts. Uh, no, it's called Sybil and Friends. Sure. Sybil, Sybil and Friends. That's what I am. I'm a Sybil and Friend. You, yes, NPR told you you were too Sybil and... An engineer told me I was too Sybil and I thought he was gay-batching me. Uh, okay. Um, what is the name of the show? The, the woman in the show called Serial Mom. It's... <laughs> back... Bakley, Baxter, ba- ba- Bar- Burn, Burn, Bandy, uh, Blair, Blair. Is there a B? <laughs> no. What? There's no B. There's no B. Although I like that you were you were creeping up on someone else, and I was hoping you'd arrive Bernie at her. Peters. No. Baxter Finley. That's my yep. barber shop. In, in, well, it was it at one point. Yeah. Blandia Cancer? No, I told you it's not a B. There's no B. Oh, 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 oh. There's no B to be found. G- uh, G- Gary Marshall. No, it's, it's not Gary. Gary Marshall is Serial Mom. Yeah. No, uh, don't tell me you wouldn't enjoy that. Sure. You know, Gary Marshall would fit in a John Waters movie. Isn't he that's, dead? I don't... Well, that is, that's that's why. He's a precious moment now. Oh, no. Uh, he's humping a log. Uh, that's our euphemism for when someone dies. Oh, they're humping the log now. <laughs> <laughs> with all the dead children i can't believe her name's not civil shepherd it's marguerite so you, <laughs> you can believe that's her name marguerite yeah okay marguerite marguerite like how b arthur says it sure uh no it's i need a hint james i'm never I, there's, there's there's no just a jumble there's no that's not a hint there's no M. There's a there's, there's an, an H, H but that's not prominent. It's Great. not prominent. Well, it, then it's it's uh, pathetic. That's her name. Pathetic. She turns the beat around. Turn the beat around. Get into my butthole. I don't know how the song goes. That's how it goes. Turn it upside it's down. She's hit. upside down. Uh huh. Uh, is that a hint? Is she's upside down like a bat? <laughs> she's Bella. <laughs> I'm trying to think of vampire stuff. Uh-huh. Is she... Uh, uh, Dracula? <laughs> Why do you believe it's about vampires now? Because you said she's a bat. I never did. 
I never ever did. Well, where do I, get I that said, idea? turn the beat around. Oh, then you get... imagined her hanging upside oh, down. Then you decided down. she was a bat. Then That's... you decided she was a vampire. Yes, all vampires are bats. <laughs> but are all bats vampires? Oh, you've, you. Oh, error, error, logic alarm. Uh, um, no. Uh, so turn the beat around. Turn it into mustard. Turn it upside down. Can't get feelings. Can't get feelings. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible clue. That doesn't lead me to any names at all. Oh my god, it has her name in it. Oh, Michelle? <laughs> Where is Michelle in that song? I don't know. You tell me. She's lost. She's in a labyrinth. That song's a labyrinth. <laughs> okay, now let's let's get back to human names. Okay, Beatrice. <laughs> I don't there's no B. <laughs> But I really think there is. There's no B. There's no M. There's a quiet there is H. No turn, B. Turn no the B. B. There's turn. no B. There's a B right here. And uh, a bussy. And Sorry. turn the beat around. Okay. Now there's a B in that, but that doesn't mean there's a B in the name. And turn the turn the beat around is the name of the song. Well, uh, and turn turn Tina Turner. Tina Alma, turn the beat around. Think 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 along those lines. Te- Terrence Stamp. No. We, we've drifted. Ter- team, team Rocket. <laughs> Prepare for trouble. It's Tina Turner. It's, yep, as Serial Mom. T- she, t- she was not kidding when she t- asked what love's got t- to do t- with t- it. Think around along the same lines as Tina Turner. T- does she have... She does have good legs. She... That's true. Termola... Tem... Tampling... Tantantrula. Tarantula? No, Tantantrula. Kratten top, Kratten top, Kratten top. It's like a, it's like carrot top, but it's more of an au gratin, au gratin carrot top. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yep. Serial mom starring au gratin tater tot. <laughs> uh, no, what's her name? Ha- no, no H, no H prominent, no prominent H. Tithila. Tantalith? Wait, what? Tantalith? No, it's... Tintalith? It's not Tintalith. Timpinthalith? Timpany? Tiffany Timpany. She's a drum. See, Willow, won't they? Tiffany Timpany. And anything goes. Tintalithamping. I tried to sneak up on it. I think you're just scat singing now. Oh, let's hope it's singing. <laughs> uh, there is a lot of scat. Okay. Come on, James. Help. Help me. Help me. I have helped you so much. Tina Tampling. Why has she become Tina? Because you said to think along the same lines as Tina Turner. Uh-huh. Now, if, if I'm saying maybe it's not Tina... Toblerone-ia. <laughs> no, if I'm saying... Tur- Tambler. Turn a Tambler. <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> it was his first trans role. Oh, God. T- t- her, t- Kathleen Turner. There we go. Oh, God. It was Kathleen Kennedy. It wasn't. It was Kathleen Kennedy, but with a different name. Yep, it was a different woman. Yep. Yep. Anyway... The point is, yes. Australia. Oh, I was I hoping we'd never oh, get back God. to it. What, what got us on Kathleen Turner? Kathleen? Uh, uh, it, it was okay, my it's only Turner now. That's sure. how I'm going to remember. It seemed like my only escape, like it was for the criminals. Well, I've got a sick burn for you. Yes. 
Uh, this is what we're going to talk about this week about Australia. It was a it was a good it was a good burn. All right. So All right. there's this there's this member of parliament. His mm-hmm. name is Ian Goodenough. Which no, it's not. It, it already Ian. No, Goodenough. it's a, was he written by Cindy Lauper? <laughs> what? Because Goonies are good enough. Oh God, for you and good enough for me, and it's good enough, good enough for me, and I go good, 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 good. Boom. Is that seriously the song for the Goonies? Yeah, the Goonies are good enough. So Ian Goodenough uh, said of gay marriage, marriage is not a romantic notion. It is an important social institution that deals with progeny. Mm, Okay. Yeah, so he said that in a speech in Parliament or whatever they they call their gathering. Uh, And And his wife was like, tell me about it. Yes. Well, as a matter of fact, he is a single man. Oh. And so then came Terry Butler, another another member of Parliament. B-U-T-T-L-E-R? Mm. I, I thought her name was Terry Butter at first, and I was like, that's a pretty good name, but it's Butler. She says, it's a pleasure to rise to follow the member for more, which is the area that he represents, my friend the member for more. I do think we may have found an explanation for his bachelor status, given his description of marriage being not romantic, but a social con- construct important for progeny. If I was to counsel the member for more in his quest for love, I would say, maybe don't roll that one out on the first date. If I was to counsel him, of course, I wouldn't presume to do that, Mr. Deputy Speaker. That's fun. Yes. That's that's, that's, a, a, that's a fun retort. Yes. Good retort there, Terry Butter. And mm. so now she uh, she is among those who support marriage equality, of course. 66% of uh, Australians in another poll say that they support marriage equality. And it's going to be years before we actually get any movement on that. Sure. I mean, back to the marriage being romantic notion, uh, or not a romantic notion. I'm, I'm happy to put the put that to the to the to the bed. That's not a saying. Put that in the ground. Put that in the shovel and step on it. Anyway, what? as you were saying. Well, no, I'm just wondering. Like, so if you're making an anti-marriage equality case, what, what you're saying here is essentially that the that marriage has a function which is to produce children, right? And yeah. that. The, the the feelings of the adults involved really don't matter all that much. It's just a way to manufacture children and make sure that property is passed on to them in a in a relatively tidy fashion. Yeah, like a little conveyor belt. Right, which, you know, is not untrue, but I guess... Um, well, so that goes back then to, to that old question that, that we had here in the U.S., and it seems to come up whenever this is being discussed, of... Then why does the state allow people who can't produce children to marry? Yeah, we have been around and around on this logical, uh, I don't know, garbage disposal many times. And I agree that it doesn't make sense. The argument there would be that same-sex, opposite-sex couples are modeling procreative behavior. Uh, that's but not see, a satisfying answer, is well, it? Yeah, I mean, I think once you're getting into that, then it's like... Well, why don't th- same-sex th- couples model uh, appropriate behavior? Exactly. Like, I mean, then if you're talking about just it being sort of symbolic, then it is sort of a romantic notion, right? Yeah. If you're letting... Yeah, it's symbolic. If, if you're letting a 60-year-old woman get married, I'm going to go out on a limb and say she's not going to be procreative. So... Uh, you know, if we're going to allow that because it, it, it is it is a model, it is a symbol, it is a romantic notion of an ideal, mm-hmm. then if, if if now you're into the realm of romantic notions, then yeah, now now you've got 
a romantic notion yeah. that is what marriage is. Yeah, it, this reminds me a bit of this Rush Limbaugh thing that just recently happened where he freaked out about consent and he was like, oh, can you believe the left? They're, they're obsessed with consent. They think you could do anything you want as long as everybody consents to it. And if somebody doesn't consent, then out come the rape police. And he said it like it was a bad thing. What? Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear about this? It's nuts. It's nuts. So he's complaining about, I don't know, the godless left or something. Okay. And he's like, they just love consent. They're obsessed with consent. They think that you can do anything, any combination of people doing anything at all that they want, as long as everybody consents to it. Sure. And and as as soon as somebody doesn't consent, well, then someone's got to call the rape police. Well, those are just the actual police, right? Well, yes, yes. The rape police are just regular police. Right, because it it, is a crime to do something sexual to someone who didn't consent consent to to it. Or really to do anything to a person's body that they didn't consent to, sexual or not. Sure, sure. Yeah, and like, just imagine him like fulminating over this and and foaming at the mouth and and getting so mad. Oh, the consent. They love their consent. Oh, God, it's so shitty. I hate their consent stuff. Anyway, that's what this... And then to actually define rape and then be like but how dare they want someone to intervene intervene when someone gets raped oh yeah i believe they're always complaining whenever someone gets raped right because I, I mean yeah when someone then doesn't consent and and something happens anyway yeah uh yeah that is a rape I mean, or a sexual like, assault provided a, a just a really nice explanation of consent and, and non-consent right like, and then just a good explanation and then you call the rape police which are the police to report a crime because a crime has occurred yeah okay yeah so anyway it's him him freaking out about like the definition of of consensual sex is sex involves consent reminds Mm -hmm. me of this person being like oh they think marriage is about romance well no i think it's i think it's about something symbolic about people in love right exactly exactly so (laughs) anyway so that's what's up in australia Uh, them and their didgeridoos uh, closer, or sorry, are we finished with that, or did you have another interjection? Oh, I did or don't have anything to add. <clears throat> so, uh, along the lines of people misunderstanding everything, uh, here in the United States, we've got a, a dreadful election going on, mm-hmm. and Hillary Clinton is one of the people involved in that in some way. Okay. So there's been a another WikiLeak, uh, which is really, a, I guess, a hack or a fabrication or something. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're just like openly saying now Russia's involved and some of this stuff is real and some of it isn't. Russia's involved? The band? Yes. <laughs> Russia's involved. Uh, they're raging against the machine, you see. That's uh, quite different. Yes. Uh, so anyway, so blah, 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 uh, there was a leak of some uh, hack of some Democratic emails. Okay. Uh, and now some conservative websites are saying, look, this leak, this hack shows that... Hillary still opposes marriage equality and still supports the Defense of Marriage Act. These mm. emails prove it. Okay. I, I'm... Yes. Sure. Go, but, yeah. Is you skeptical? Uh, You're perhaps right to be skeptical. You may proceed. I shall. So the email in question is from John Podesta, is one of her uh, advisors, and uh, it was in a conversation about the Defense of Marriage Act, mm-hmm. uh, and he wrote... Uh, blah, blah, blah. He said, she's not going to want to say she was wrong about that, given she and her husband believe it and have repeated it many times. Okay. This is a hard sentence to parse because it's got a lot of it's and that's. Right. But conservative websites have taken this to mean that she and her husband believe it and have repeated it many times to be she and her husband believe in the Defense of Marriage Act because it was a conversation that they were having about Defense of Marriage Act. They believe it and they've repeated it and they believe it. Mm -hmm. But no, this simply isn't 
true. Right. The context of the email is about a speech that Hillary gave uh, where she explained that DOMA was passed in the 90s because, quote, there was enough political momentum to amend the the Constitution of the United States of America and that there had to be some way to stop that, unquote. Mm -hmm. And so what she's saying is that they passed DOMA in order to prevent the U.S. Constitution from being amended uh, to, to ban gay marriage. Yeah, I mean, that's what I assume. And it, it, the, the whole marriage equality thing with Hillary is, uh, I mean, it's not even a, I, I don't know why it's a sticking point. Mm-hmm. I mean, with almost no exceptions, there, there were no mainstream politicians in the 90s who were willing to stick their necks out. Hillary's no exception. I mean, maybe we want to hold her to a higher standard, but what, I mean, who gives a fuck you know i think the saturday night live skit with kate mckinnon and hillary like actual hillary yeah i I think that handled it the best way it possibly could where she you know kate mckinnon was playing hillary and hillary was playing a bartender and she's like well i I, uh, kate's kate's character as hillary said i could have supported gay marriage sooner and hillary as the bartender said something like well you did eventually and kate's like could have been sooner could have been sooner and hillary's like fair enough and yeah it could have been sooner it could have been sooner, and it could have been. But I mean, what? but it could, I, have, but it could have been. It could have been. However, I, I think that she's not wrong. That there was a real risk of a constitutional amendment happening. That at the time well, may have. Well, so I think there there could have been more movement on the constitutional amendment if there hadn't been the release valve of DOMA mm-hmm. to take some of that take some of the wind out of the sails. It's a release valve that let the wind out of the sails. Sure. The the momentum metaphor stands. It's it's a tricky case to make. Nobody was really talking about the the constitutional amendment in the mid 90s. It was DOMA was much more likely, I think a much more likely justification was it needed to be something they needed to appeal to Southern voters. And in fact, they used DOMA to campaign for Bill's re-election. Okay, so, well, I can see that. So, I mean, that's, that's not, a little that's less not noble. That's an awesome thing to say. No, that is that is less noble. But, I mean, having Bill Clinton as president was better than the alternative. Yeah, who was running then? Was it Bob Dole? Was he 92? Yeah, he was Bob Dole. Was, I mean, 90, 96. Bob Dole was 96. Maybe. Now he's the Viagra man, right? Yeah, and Viagra and, and Pepsi. Oh, good oh, for him. Oh, it's come full circle. To, yes, just like generation Just like you're next. flipping in your hair. Mm-hmm. It's a full circle. Yeah. So anyway, the, the long and short of it is, uh, is that Hillary uh, did what you could expect her to do. Yeah, I mean, she's a politician. Bill's a politician. They play the game according to the rules that have been around for a while. The rules may suck. The system may suck. Um, I don't know that holding our best option for survival as a species to unrealistic standards is going to accomplish much of anything. So uh, if we don't like the system, maybe we should look into spending the next four years working on that, both within the party systems and outside of them. Uh, but that's not going to happen, because as soon as the election happens, everyone's just going to forget that they were so angry at Hillary, and uh, it's I not mean, until the next... I, I hope, I hope after the election people forget how angry they are. I hope that, like, it's not something where Donald Trump is still giving rallies into December. Oh, I mean, even if that happens... I, I mean, what, what I mean is people on the left being, you know, fierce, like, oh, we got to change the DNC. We, I mean, it's the same as, like, with Nader, like... All the all the Nader kids oh, right, a- after two thousand. Yeah, fix the it was system. Like, it was like, yeah, okay. Well, now you got a Bush. Good for you. Mm-hmm. You 
mission accomplished. You got yourself a bush. Uh, now you're going to spend the next four years reforming the DNC and also working with third parties to get them in place in, in local governments and in the House and then eventually right. in the Senate. Like, you're going to do all that, right? Well, that's how we got that radical John Kerry uh, nominated sure. the next four years later. Absolutely. The, the Bush really was a shock to the left <laughs> that uh, changed the system uh, irrevocably. We've, yeah. we've, we've never done politics like that again. I once got candy from John Kerry. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Was it good candy? It was, well, he was, I, it was in a van. No, it was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I recall, it probably was good. Uh, I was a college student, so old, too old for that kind of thing. Sure. Uh, but I uh, went to his house. He was sitting on Were the Were you stu- dressed as a little Lord Fauntleroy? I think that was the year, and I don't remember why, but my costume was a mime that cleaned things. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was conceptual. That's very you in college. I I don't know what you mean by that. I had mime gloves, and I was dressed like a mime, and I had cleaning equipment with me. I have no idea what statement I was trying to make with this. Sure. Shouldn't the bucket have been on my head? Mm -hmm. It might have been with the cleaning supplies. Yeah. yeah. The year after that, I was a chaperone, so I dressed in a suit and had a briefcase, and I had people put candy in the briefcase. And I'm sure you had to explain to everyone that you were a chaperone? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as I recall, I couldn't find an actual briefcase, so I made one out of a box. I mean, this is... Oh, boy. So this is a, a theme that continues to this day, like when you went out as Bruce. What? Oh, God. Why Why do you hate me? This, this is... this is You're right. Uh, my costumes are not always the most comprehensible, but I thought that one people would get. I was Bruce Banner after he turns back. So it was in Bruce Banner clothes and everything was all ripped well, up. Explain what Bruce Banner clothes are. It was a purple torn up t-shirt and mm-hmm. and underwear that looked like pants, but so they were know, just underwear. You know how Bruce Banner's always running around in underwear. Underwear pants. And a ripped t-shirt. Yeah. And you had a name tag that said, said hi, Bruce. my name is Bruce. Yeah. You know, I, and, and everyone thought I was Bruce Valanche or Bruce Campbell or Bruce Knight. No, Bruce Wayne, Wayne Knight. No, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Bruce Wayne, Wayne Knight. Knight would be excellent. <laughs> oh Lord, James. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, oh, I, he's the one who had the bucket on his head. Wasn't he? No, kind of. He was in that episode. Yes, of course. In that he episode was. of Seinfeld, which is the thing that we're referring to, listeners. Would you like a, a? I don't know. We need an annotated version of the of the podcast so that people can understand what are we talking about. We don't. I can't imagine who is listening to this. Uh, whoever is listening, if if Judge Roy Moore is listening, please turn in your keys. Uh, that is that is uh, the last little piece of news I have for this week. Uh, the Alabama Supreme Court has written a letter to Judge Roy Moore, uh, reminding him to turn in his keys oh. because he has been kicked off. I see. Uh, the, the key to the bench? They, that's how they start it up? That's how... Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's an angry dog. <laughs> that was really cute, James. That made me like you. <laughs> it's the first thing in 15 years. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's... Oh, no, wait. We have one more news. We have some news from France. Home of the Coneheads. I knew you were going to say the Coneheads. Mm, another timely reference. Uh-huh. Uh, so there was a big protest in France this week. 24,000 people came out to protest against gay marriage. Okay. Uh, France has had gay marriage for two years. There's no sign of it being repealed. So it was basically just a nice day to go out and walk around in the streets. Okay. I mean, did someone have a have a vision? Because I understand, uh, like, when teen girls have visions, sometimes France gets a little, a little funny. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about Teen Girl Squad from Homestar Runner? That's it. 
When teen girls have visions, France gets a little funny. Yeah. I don't know. Listen to As I'm talking about Teen Girl Squad. Okay. Arrowed! (laughs) So, yeah, there's a presidential election coming up in France next year, and so this was an effort to get... Maybe Trump will win that. Oh, God, can you imagine? I'm the best president of France. Yeah. Uh, So this is an effort to get the um, presidential candidates to talk about how they're going to repeal gay marriage. Uh, There are seven, I believe, candidates running right now for president of France. Mm -hmm. Now, I assume there are more than 24,000 people in France? A few more, a few more than okay. that. So, uh, in, how, how popular is the gay marriage? Extremely. Oh, okay. uh, it is extremely popular in France. Uh, there, I don't remember the exact numbers, but uh, it, France and uh, Spain and Germany are all like through the roof support for marriage equality, which is pretty surprising considering how religious uh, some parts of those countries are, particularly sure. Spain. Um, anyway, so super popular uh, of the candidates who are running in France. None say that they would repeal marriage equality. Oh, okay. So, uh, good job, everybody in France. At least you got some time outdoors, some fresh air, and got to walk around a little bit. Matthew, the, the pinhead bird is back. Oh, oh, they're Stellar's Jays. It's a pinhead bird. Yeah, I know. They have a little uh, flourish on their head. Uh, I've been putting peanuts out for them. James is staring out the window dreamily. I like, James, that I've, I've made you a bit of a birder. I'm not. I, I can tell that we have a pigeon and we have a pinhead. The pigeon is a woodpecker. It's a pigeon. It's a northern flicker. Mm-hmm. Um, you are doing birding. You are you are bird watching, but you are just giving them the wrong names. No, it's pinhead and pigeon. And and what's the little one? What's the little one that comes around? Uh, Sylvester food. So, what? Oh, sh- sure. The we have a hummingbird. Oh, that one. That's yeah. that's Buzz Buzz. That's Buzz Buzz. Okay, and we also have a lot of chickadees and sparrows and things. Hmm. Those are all the same. All the all the little the little brown yeah. things, yeah. It's actually that's kind of a birding thing is just to refer to um, those generic sorts of sparrow type birds as little brown jobs. What? Yeah, LBJs, really? They're called little brown jobs. That's what I call your poops. And now, good night, good night forever. <laughs> I just made you like me for the first time, and, and now you ruined it. Oh, Ernie, you ruined it. Honk. So everybody, thank you again for listening. Uh, please do let us know your thoughts on today's show. For whatever reason you might have them, I'm at Matt Baum on Twitter. Of course, pay attention to us on uh, when we do our, uh, our our live stream of our Playing with Pride project. You can go to playingwithpride.com to sign up for updates on that and find out when we're going to be live streaming. You can actually talk to us in real time. Who knows? Perhaps I will forget a name during that, and, and you'll be able to see me tortured live on camera. Good grief. We're not doing that. That'll have to be a separate show. Oh, God. Can you imagine the live stream where I just forget names for an hour? I can i think i've i you're, think we've done that you're living to be honest. It, baby yeah <clears throat> anyway so playing with pride.com is where you can go for that uh leave us a review on itunes if you please and uh I, or not because this may be our worst one yet no i think this is our best one yet <laughs> this is better than the episode where i interviewed barney frank can you believe barney frank has been on the show i i thought that was good i like i like yeah, barney frank that was a good episode yeah oh you've good. changed your tune so quick yeah uh, this episode can you believe that this episode is of the same show that that episode was i can't this has been like five different shows yes the the you must remember this <laughs> oh god that is an actual show though yeah that's you must remember this name you must not remember this that's the name <laughs> of our that's the name of our show Good you must god. not remember anything no everybody thank you for joining us by the power vested in me by the internet i hereby pronounce this podcast over what you give me a face <laughs>